Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Kenny Wallace Show, brought to you by Jags. I love that little diecast, the Jags diecast. Brought to you by Jags, the leader in high-performance aftermarket car parts. And remember to go to jags.com for everything and anything you need. They always say, Herman, tell them we got Jeep parts and we got truck parts. That's a big deal at Jags right now. Well, we were so honored earlier. Uh, NASCAR said that I could interview Tyler Reddick. And this story is fascinating to me. I wanted to interview Tyler because years ago, uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago, I met Tyler at a dirt track. And uh, I think his story is so fascinating because here's Tyler Reddick at a dirt track, maybe 15, 16 years old. I watch him from afar. He becomes a superstar. He's won, you know, a handful of NASCAR Cup races. He started out like us rednecks, started out, out as dirt racing, and now Tyler Reddick is at the highest form of motorsports possible in America, and that's the NASCAR Cup Series. So as we head to North Wilkesboro, or North Wilkesboro, <laughs> what is wrong with me? As we head to North Wilkesboro, for the all-star race. And I remind you, it pays $1 million to win. Can you believe that? Hey, we're going up to that little dirt track and it pays $1 million to win. So I asked Tyler Reddick about that. I asked him a lot. So here we go, sit back. And we were able to steal Tyler Reddick for a, about 10 minutes. Here we go. I am so excited to have a longtime friend join the show, Tyler Reddick. So, Tyler, the last time you and I raced together, we were on the north side of Nashville, Tennessee. You were just a young kid, and we were racing dirt cars together. But uh, look at you now, brother. You're a NASCAR winner. You're a superstar. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to, uh, great to see you. Great to catch up with you. Yeah, it's crazy. Um how things have uh, moved along and yeah, you know, dreams, dreams do seem to come true every now and again, but, but it was really crazy that, uh, you know, think back on all those times at the dirt track and getting to see each other and race against each other for sure. They, uh, they got an Aerosmith song. It says life's a journey. Tell me, tell me about that quick journey uh, between those dirt racing days and, and the dream that seems so far away. You know, I want to quit running these bull rings and I want to become a NASCAR race car driver. Uh, just tell me real quickly, you know, what was that process? Dirt car to what next to what next? And here you are. Yeah. You know, I was, um, you know, like I said, I was racing a lot with, with, you know, with Luke Soil, World of Outlaws, Summer Nationals, you know, trying to hit all the big events, running late models. And uh, through doing all that, got, got connected with, with your good friend, Ken Schrader. And he was like, I think you should come hop in, you know, hop in my stock car. And so, you know, we worked it out and I got to run a couple races with him on the Arca side at uh, Mobile, Alabama was my first ever asphalt race. And then we went to Salem and I got to run that race as well. And uh, I was pretty much a fish out of water for those races. Uh, certain things were there, but just the understanding asphalt racing in general is very different. Um, so think about seven, eight months go by and, and I've, you know, we're going to run a cane and race at Rockingham in his car. And that was pretty much the weekend that kind of changed everything. We went in there, we qualified third, 
third to fifth, somewhere in that range. And just kind of hung out in the top five the entire race. Didn't really do anything special the first half of the race. Just kind of was was there. Wasn't really leading. Wasn't really doing anything crazy. Um, but yeah, you know, the second half of that race, we kind of went from fifth to fourth and fourth to third. And I remember probably 20 laps to go getting around Corey LaJoy. And this maybe is no shock to you, but I, I started moving off the bottom. I got to the point the tires got so hot, I couldn't hit the bottom anymore. I didn't have that <laughs> entry up. So I said, screw it. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to start moving up the racetrack. I'm going to start trying to hit the wall in three and four and one and two. So I just kept moving up, moving up and ran down Brett Moffitt and, and won that race on the final lap in a pretty spectacular crashing fashion, you know? So, um, yeah, that was kind of the day that changed everything. And it got me lined up with, uh, Brad Kozlowski on a part-time schedule and, you know, had my three years in, in truck, had enough success to, to land part-time gig at Chip Ganassi Racing. Win my first year there, which which helped propel me to junior motorsport, winning winning a championship there, then RCR, and from that point on, everyone kind of knows I was at RCR Cup, whatever. But you know, so that was kind of the journey, and it really the, the asphalt real journey really got kickstarted by by Schrader and his group, and them willing to work with someone so green as I was. Um, you know, I really put them through a lot, but you know, it really paid off. So you you know that. That journey that you took, we we watched, you know, up in North Wilkesboro, the big all-star week. And what a great nickname this 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 kid named Butterbean. Uh, you know, we get those nicknames, you know, mine's a Hermanator, you know, these southern nicknames, but this kid's the real deal. He's a great race car driver. So he basically did what you did. He outruns some great race car drivers last night. These kids look at you. And and want to be you. Did you pay attention to the start of the All Star Weekend at all? What do you think about this uh, this All Star uh, late model stocks, the stock cars last night at Wilkesboro? Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders, no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all... It's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, I'm actually really glad you asked me. Um, me and uh, my spotter, Nick Payne, made the trip up there yesterday afternoon. And uh, we got to catch the tail end of qualifying. Uh, but we got to, we stuck around for the first two features. I really wanted to stick around for the super feature at the end of the night. But I, I knew I was already pushing my luck um, being gone all day. I knew Alexa... Excuse me. That, that Bless cut. you, buddy. Cut, cut, go, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, good. so I knew I needed to get home. Um, you know, I knew it was going to be really late to wrap up the Super Feature. Yeah, I really enjoyed going up there and getting to watch those races and see how those late model drivers took on the challenge of, of North Wilkesboro. So um, as I look at you now, uh, it, it's been a lot of fun for me to watch how far you've come. And I've heard everything. Word on the street, I can tell you're physically fit, but they they tell me that you work extremely hard 
in inside uh, you know your team, uh, whether it's on the simulator, like I said, you're chiseled out, you're doing everything right. Tell me what it's like in, to be in a high-end uh, Michael Jordan, Denny Hamlin run team. What do you do every day to have everybody brag on you that you put a lot of work in inside the shop? Well, um, I mean, the weeks kind of fly by, honestly. And I think, you know, probably that is just how much goes on every week, not just for me, but the whole team. Um, everyone does a really good job of, of, of really communicating. And I think that that allows us to, to make the leaps and bounds that we've been making in the short time that we've been together so far. You know, so I, yeah, the team does a really good job with, with, with you know, I, I never really was a meetings person, um, but we do have a lot of meetings during the week here. And I find all of them very beneficial and useful. Um, I guess that's the whole point of the meeting, right? So, you know, everyone here at the team does a really good job of debriefing. You know, me and Bubba and, and, the, and the road crew do a good job of debriefing going over the race weekend. You know, Dave Rogers is in, in place here, kind of head of, head of competition, does a really good job of extracting information out of us and giving us, you know, the, the templates, if you will, to really have a good platform to communicate. Um, and then, you know, again, we really communicate well with Joe Gibbs Racing. We go down and debrief with those guys, go over what, you know, what we thought of the race weekend. You know, we share a lot of information with one another. And so having, you know, those six teams to be able to reflect on the weekend before uh, the, or the day before, you know, really is beneficial. Um, and, you know, we have we have a, a good team here that, that goes up. We go over a lot of information leading into the races. There's, there's not a whole lot for North Wilsboro, obviously. You know, the cars have changed a lot since since the 90s. But, um, you know, we, we do spend a lot of time going over pre-event information. Um, and then, you know, the sim time that we put in every week is very, very useful. TRD has a great simulation program um, and great people that really run that and manage it. You know, uh, Drew Herring, Ryan Truex, um, I think even um, David Hawksworth has, has done some work uh, for TRD, getting the wheel force car where it needs to be, giving us the right information. There's a lot of parts and pieces to make it all work for sure. Um, and that's just on the team side. Then I try and find time to go work out and, and stay in the good shape that I've really built up over the last five, six years with everyone that I've been training with. And so, yeah, all that being said, then it's normally a Friday and you're heading to the racetrack and then you go to the racetrack and, and ride it out. So do, do you do you find those meetings intimidating or therapeutic? Because you said you used to never do them before. And, you know, with with all my years in, in NASCAR, Usually when we were having a meeting, that meant I was getting my ass chewed out. But <laughs> when you started doing these meetings, intimidating or therapeutic? Oh, it's it's extremely useful. You know, um, I mean, we, yeah, they are there. We would debrief after the weekend with, you know, the, you know, our, all of our affiliates. Um, so, I mean, we would we would have that. But just the extra steps that, that this place takes that I feel like is really beneficial. We, you know, we share a lot of good information and it really helps, you know, bring me and Bubba to a place of, of conversation to be able to, you know, share our differences and opinions or just different differences and perspective of, of this situation or, or, you know, how we approach a tire run like at North Wilkesboro or how, you know, we approach a race at this track or the other. So I think everyone really does a good job of communicating here and just how we, we prep and take our car to the racetrack really makes it, um, you know, makes, gives, gives me and Bubba the opportunity to really be able to you know, mimic each other if we're not, you know, if one of us isn't where we want to be. We want to change up our driving style. Our cars are close, really close. So that allows us to really change our driving style and really compare to one another. And I think that really helps push us in the right direction. Yeah. So it's, it sounds like you like these meetings. Okay. So look, we're 13 races into the year. 
And uh, you were with, you started with a new team. You came from Richard Childers to this team. Uh, you got to Phoenix and buddy, you lit on fire. You, you run third at Phoenix and fifth, and then you win circuit of the America. You go on, you're still running really good. Uh, you got six top tens, you're 10th in the points. So when you go to that, that Phoenix race where, you, you know, you got everything going in the right direction, is there any one thing on the car or you or the team that lit you on fire? Because it's very hard to run in the top 10 every single week. Is there any one thing that you put your finger on that got you up to speed? Honestly, no. I mean, uh, it wasn't in Phoenix. I mean, it was from the first time I was in the car at, at, at Circuit of the Americas for a tire test uh, for Goodyear way back in January. Mm. Um, you know, the, 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 the way that the cars drive, uh, they drive really good. It just seems like everyone has a good understanding you know, this next-gen car. And, yeah, the results weren't necessarily there. At, at Daytona, obviously, we, we crashed out of that race. In Fontana, we, we fell out of that race as well. But even at those racetracks, the finishes weren't there. But, like, I could just tell um, just what we had, you know, week to week to week. I mean, it's pretty much been every week, honestly. Like, the speed is there in our cars. Um, just, you know, sometimes things happen in this part of racing. You're not expecting to kind of take you out of the race or something goes awry on on pit stop whatever it might be but like every pretty much every week with this team since since day one at, at the clash i've been really really pleased with with the, the outright speed that we bring to the racetrack so um, it's just a matter of putting those those finishes together and, and surviving those crazy late race cautions so there, there's a there's a really good song it says hey now you're an all-star get your game on so listen man you're an all-star you're locked into the big all-star week up in north wilkesboro this cannot be downplayed. It's $1 million to win. Uh, it looks like as NASCAR has been treading water over the last 15 years, looks like short tracks are on the comeback. There's a, seems to me there's a big societal shift. Uh, you're, go, you're going to Wilkesboro because you're an all-star. You're good. You're locked in. What does that mean to you that, that you're so good that you're one of the boys? I always saw that found that very cool how do you feel about that it is definitely cool I mean I've, I've remembered the I mean the last the three previous years that uh you know I've been in the cup series I've always been having to fight my way into the all-star race and um you know Bristol it didn't pan out um at uh Texas the first year it did but we you know we just didn't quite have the speed to go contend last year at Texas kind of going for it to get in the race and we crash and, and, and go home early so um yeah, it is really nice to, to have have those wins and, and be locked into the all-star race. Um, I do feel like again, um, you know, we 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 did the, we were at the tire test uh, for Goodyear and North Wilkesboro earlier in the year, and I was really, really, really pleased with the handling and pace of our car over a run. So I feel like um based off that, you know, just 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 having that little bit of extra experience too, I think we're gonna be in really good shape when we get there. Um so I'm very excited about one being locked in and two, just just how good that test went for us. Um, you know, it's a very unique track, and I love that I got I got the opportunity through Toyota and Goodyear to go out there and get some laps on the track. Tyler, I'm, I'm smiling right now because uh, I'm like a dad watching a kid grow up. You're you're perfect in this era because you're very, you know, you're very digital orientated. You're always talking about my tire test, my you know, you're you're doing it all right. I mean, this is pretty incredible. That it it is true that you put the work in, uh, you're physically fit, you, 
you're up with digital you under do you understand all these graphs and simulation like a formula one driver where did you learn all this i it just just from the time put in um into you know studying you know like Years up, years past, you know, when I had to really put a lot of work in and get better at the road courses, you know, we, we go right to comparing to the best of the best at the time, you know, comparing to Chase, comparing to Denny, Martin Tripps Jr., Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, you know, and because of the information that's out there through SMT, um, the information collected through, you know, through the fastest that they are and the teams have that access to, you know, gave me a great platform to be able to get better. So just in the day and age of NASCAR now, you really have to be able to understand, you know, all those 50, 60 different graphs that you might see in a weekend um, and pick the ones that, that make the most sense for, for that situation that you have and, and, and dive into it and make, make the adjustments. So obviously every car is going to be a little different even in the next gen era on the setup and what, whatnot. But, but still, you know, you have to be able to look at that stuff and, and just, just get your head thinking a little bit differently than you normally would. Okay, I know how this guy likes to drive this car into the corner. He's making it work. I got to be able to adapt to that quickly. And so yeah. being able to understand all that stuff really helps. Well, listen, uh, there he is, kids. If, if you want to be like him, you better you better understand how, how to work a simulator and get into the digital age. Uh, Tyler, listen, thank you so much. Uh, do good at Wilkesboro. Uh, $1 million to win. And like they say, I'm sure you spend your mama out for it. <laughs> thank you for coming on the Kenny Wallace Show. And remember, everybody, we are in, uh, we are in podcast form. Check us out on iTunes. Spotify, remember to like and subscribe. So Tyler, do good at Wilkesboro, win $1 million and give it all to your wife. Yeah, right, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Love yeah. you, buddy. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See ya. Take care.